So we listened to uh, How I Built This with Guy Raz um, about Lululemon Athletica with Chip Wilson. Wilson. Um, so my name is Jake, and here we have. I'm Maddie. I'm Tony. And I'm Autumn. So our first topic is going to be um, how Chip um, was able to analyze the market in order to uh, better 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 understand who he is marketing to and what products to create. So um, his first first business, he started off with. <laughs> barbecue shirts and uh, his idea for this was to market um, longer baggy shorts to um, men because originally like gym shorts were like all really small and tight fitting and so he wanted to create looser shorts that would be more comfortable for people to wear <laughs> yeah the business was pretty good uh, it was um, kind of relevant to himself since he considered himself very athletic he needed this idea came from how he worked out like three times a day and so he wanted to be able to wear shorts often and also he couldn't really convince men to wear shorts uh, other than by just calling them barbecue shorts to give them some sort of an excuse to do this uh, but he was really good throughout his career of businesses of uh, predicting what will get popular um, like he later predicted yoga pants being very popular before before the time um, he was just uh, I don't know if it was luck it was probably a little bit of luck and skill in his predictions Do you have anything to add? yeah it was interesting that there wasn't really a market for calling them barbecue shorts since barbecue season was short where he was, but he was still able for four, yeah, like it wasn't, 40 very, days. wasn't very long, but he was still able to make a product and sell it. Um, but he definitely wasn't in it to be an entrepreneur like that. It was a passion project, which was really interesting. Um, So for like his next product, like when he went to working with like the Lululemon Athletica um, company that he started, it wasn't based off of anything that like he really like went through. He was like more focused on like how women felt and he had like a lot of the opinions of the women like um, who would wear these products, like help determine how he would um, make and market these clothes. And he wasn't one to like, do media coverage on like how um, good his product was. He was more of a word of mouth kind of person and he focused more on like what people thought about it more than like the actual like gaining profit from it. Yeah, so uh, one thing he did differently from others is that he made the product and then he sold it himself. So unlike other big companies that would send it to bigger stores, it would go through like three different sets of middlemen in order to get to the final customer, which would rack up the price a lot. He was able to use his, like, knowledge from, as a child, his mother would sew, so he knew things, and he could apply that to his businesses to do it however he wanted to. Um, do you have anything else on 
this, or do we have another topic? Well, that was a risky thing that you did, not following other people, which was a common theme of what you did, was risky decision-making. Alright, so another aspect to his business that was pretty unique was his public relations. And um, for this, he wasn't the greatest in terms of like, saying the right thing in order to um, market his business and attract customers. Because at one point, he um, made some comment like, women are not, not all women are meant to wear this line of clothing. Which, although he may have meant that um, one way where he's saying, oh, people are buying clothes the wrong size, they're not meant to fit them. It was interpreted by the public as, oh, fat women shouldn't wear this product. And so his company really took a blow because of this. Um, and another thing is, is... acceptable thing especially in the early 2000s which is when he actually started this business so it could have affected a lot of how his customers perceived him or about how like the community in which he was actually selling this in like in this like region he was in like how they perceived him as a person yeah i'm not sure uh, how much like actual business knowledge or you know teaching that he had. Uh, I don't think it was a lot. So he kind of just did whatever he wanted to do and didn't quite stay in his company, right? And um, yeah, that was definitely interesting. Yeah, he lost control of his own company. He wasn't necessarily. He was. He definitely was not in charge, but he still had a good uh, amount of stock in it. Yeah, because I believe, like for his first company, he said that he got fired from it. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the company was pretty interesting too he uh, took into the fact that um, companies in Japan would be making products for America but they would also be using like American sounding names right mm, yeah. and uh, so he chose L. yeah he chose Lululemon because the Japanese language doesn't have any L sounds in it so that was pretty smart I don't know where he got that idea, but... Yeah, and he also took a risk with actually putting the word lemon in it because it was considered, like, the word lemon was perceived for, like, bad cars, and, like, people would think that his line was, like, just a bad line just because of the name itself. But, like, it, he had, like, a, I think it was 10 groups, 10 focus groups of 10 people that, like, chose that name and helped decide, like, okay, we really like this name. Because, like, one of the other names that he said was not a very good one. And um, a lot of people thought so. So he just, like, had people choose this name for him, and it turned out great. Well, I thought it was interesting. In the beginning, he said that he was selling his 
barbecue shorts, basically lemonade stand style. So I thought that that was going to somehow tie into it when the podcast started. But by the end of it, the fact that he had been selling clothes lemonade stand style, he didn't say that had anything to do with choosing the word lemon. So I don't know, like, where do you come up with that name? Yeah, so uh, whether it was like skill or luck, he turned out to be pretty successful and even could, even was asked if he could uh, make another business, but seems to be pretty well off now. Uh, yeah, he um, says like he wouldn't, in his age that he is now, in his 60s, he wouldn't have started a new business, and even now he's like careful with his money because it's like anything could happen to what he has and what he's achieved. So like him and his wife are just like living regular lives, not being like extravagant with the money that they have. Like one of his references was like instead of buying three tubes of toothpaste, they only bought one because you never know if you're gonna have you're gonna need the money for something else. And that's our take on the podcast for Lululemon Athletica and how we felt and perceived it.